Welcome to the Being Church Podcast. Who are you? My name is Will Rooney. Dude, you're out of practice. Yeah. I'm Tom Karani. I'm Elisa. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Are you hosting this? You no, started it. This is the thing. That's why I was waiting for you to do All it. All right. I'll do it. Welcome okay. to the Being Church Podcast, everyone. I'm Tom. I'm Elisa. And today we have uh, our favorite seminarian with us. <laughs> What's up, guys? Will Rooney. What's up, dude? It's good to have you back. Thanks. Wait, you're about to say something. Yeah, so I went and uh, hung out at Christ the King uh, in, in Belton, Belton. Yeah. this past weekend. Yeah. And at the youth group, um, they interviewed me like on the stage. It was, it was kind of cool. And these uh, really uh, well-articulate, girl or really well-spoken articulate girls who are 17 years old interviewed me and they asked me uh had you ever had a girlfriend before seminary or whatever and i was like well i didn't i wasn't going steady with anyone i wasn't like you said those words going steady well i wasn't like i went on dates right i I went on dates with several different girls and maybe one or two dates and didn't you know but uh and uh and they were like i was like but I never had the DTR conversation, you know, the define the relationship talk, right? Uh-huh. He threw some lingo. He, I threw yeah, some he went, lingo, he went from right? Going steady to DTR. Anyway, nice. and they were like, "Yeah, we call that uh, just talking." You guys were just talking, but you never were going. And then they said going steady, and I was like, uh, "You guys are sharp, man." We also talked about socks and chacos. How do you guys feel about that? No, like the answer at is the no. same time. Yeah, wearing socks while you always no. They do it now. But back in the day, that was just... No, I don't think it's appropriate. Yeah, I totally agree. (laughs) Anyway, before this conversation devolves any further. (laughs) So, Will, when we we knew you were... (laughs) When we knew you were coming back, uh, me and Elisa had been talking about topics, and she had an idea for an episode. Um, And I said, let's wait till Will gets back, because I think it would be great to talk about this with him. So, Elisa, you wanted to talk about gifts, right? Yes. I wanted to talk about gifts. Because um, I think it's just been in all this conversation that we've had about our community. We've had lots of different um, episodes that end up where we end up talking about our community. And we've had different members of the community in to interview like Shannon and the young adults. And uh, I just have been so impressed by how gifted all sorts of different people are. And so I wanted to talk about how do we, uh, I don't know, how do we identify our gifts? How do we, uh, use them? There's a, there's, there's also the thing where, you know, there's a bunch of people sitting at mass, um, and probably have amazing di- gifts that we're not drawing out, uh, right. or they're not being invited to you. So I just think, uh, I think it's interesting, uh, how. Yeah. So like gifts within ourselves, like the, the things that God has given us to, right. to do or to not do or to, have and right yeah so not not like financial gifts but like talents but no i know i know but like i mean finances are a gift yeah sure. yeah but not what you're talking about no yeah. so i think it's really interesting because there's this like huge phenomenon i don't know if you guys do this in seminary but like all my friends are doing this in grad school there's all these like personality tests that are out <laughs> oh, there yeah for sure you can do the myers-briggs you can do like the uh what's this oh strengths finder 
Right. And there's yeah. like these. The temperaments. Enneagram. Yeah. Enneagram. The temperaments. Enneagram is questionable, but it's okay. That's a different episode. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, there's all these like diagnostic tools out there to figure out what, what gifts you have, especially for yeah. the workplace. Um, but I think they translate well to the community. Yeah, too. they do help for sure. I mean, I think that all those tools can be helpful. I also think that uh, sometimes they get overplayed because it's like, oh, you're this type of person, so you're going to be great at Exactly. Right. Or you're this type of person, so you're not going to be great at And you're like, yeah, that's not yeah, we true to who I know. Break why. molds. Right? I also kind of, when I was thinking about this, I was wondering if it's different for you guys as uh, – as men, because women tend to, uh, this isn't every woman, but like we tend to see a, like, let's say we, uh, I feel like we're kind of trained to do this, but we see a successful woman or we see a woman doing such great something or mm-hmm. being wonderful at something. And we start to reflect on ourselves, like not in a good light like that. It always, it's almost like a comparison game. A lot of times with women, I feel like now that I'm older, I've learned how to um, kind of stay away from that. But, but young teenage girls are deaf. It's always a competition. So if there's like a girl that's really great at, you know, a great artist, then you're not like, wow, you're a great artist. It automatically becomes like, oh, I have a, I'm I have not a, a deficit. Great artist. Right. There's a deficit. So do I think guys just don't do that, do they? No, I think we do. Oh, yeah. I think really? we totally do. Yeah. yeah. We might not vo- verbalize it, <laughs> vocalize it. We just like say. punch someone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we I want to destroy it. the other person <laughs> because they're good and I'm yeah, not. Yeah, we internalize right. it and get angsty. That's called envy, folks. For the most part. But, right. But yeah, we do that. I mean, yeah. it's like, man, that dude's really strong. Or like, wow, he plays football way better than I could. Or, yeah, or he. He's so much smarter, or I mean, yeah, or well spoken, right? Exactly. So, so, exactly. and I think that's the that is actually on that episode where we started kind of talking about gifts. I said for the longest, I did it. Well, I didn't know I had them, and then when I kind of figured out, oh, like these are the things I like to do. These are the things I'm good at. For a long time, it was like, oh, but that's not really a like that's not really a gift. Yeah. So yeah. you were looking more at your your deficits. Than, yeah. Well, I yeah. was just like, well, I'm not, like, sorry, I talk that's a, a lot. Way to say that. No, no, I talk a lot, and so I didn't think that was that could be used for the for, for the good for the glory of God, yeah. right? It's just like, oh, yeah. you talk a lot, you're loud, and you need to talk less, <laughs> yeah, and be quiet. So you you were looking at your gifts, <laughs> you were looking at your gifts like like burdens. I know you mean really? it's awesome, it's really? wonderful. No, it was so. This brings me to a very interesting point. Uh, one of our one of someone told me, I think it was a rector who told me, God gives us gifts. And these gifts are both strengths and weaknesses, right? So that that um, not I, I, what I mean is like that even our weaknesses are meant as a gift, like in a, in, a, in a sense, right? That um, we're supposed to work on them, and they're the place where God enters into our life most most deeply. Yeah. And then our strengths are meant for others, right? We don't because we don't get to heaven from our strengths. We right. get to heaven because we depend on Jesus Christ. And it's in our weakness where we really meet him. Whereas our, 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 uh, strengths that like the gifts that we've given, uh, or been given, um, are meant to be given to others. So like, I know that I'm a good student, right? Like that's just the Lord has blessed me with that. And my, he's blessed me with parents that encourage that. And so all these things lined up. And so like, it would be wrong for me to, to not offer that kind of. Uh, insight or to not offer things that I have. Right. Right. Um, The same thing goes for someone who is a, you know, a really talented artist. Well, like 
you need to use your gift. No, that doesn't mean you have to do everything all the time. Right. right. But there's there's that kind of uh, distinction. So I think there's gifts that are given to us, and then yeah. there's for us, and then there's gifts that are given to us. That's really for that's others. I like that a lot because then that just means like you get to kind of work on your like really draw near to God in your weaknesses. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. My power is made perfect in weakness. Yeah. So let's let's yeah. kind of start from the beginning because we kind of just jumped into this, which is fine, but. We we believe and hold it to be true that God has given us all everything gifts. Yeah, He's given us all something. Right. I mean, and primarily, like the being itself is yes, is the a gift. greatest gift. Right. Absolutely. Right. Like my the fact that I am, and then He gives me all of these other things as well, and then He gives me also grace, right? That sanctifies me, and then He also gives me graces that act through me for other people. Right. right. There's a, there's a really wonderful distinction that, um, the, the, like Thomas Aquinas makes actually about graces. And he says, there's, there's two types of graces when it, I mean, there's more than this distinction, but two primary types, right? There's graces that make us holy, sanctifying, sanctifying grace. Yeah. Right. Um, and then there's graces that make, that are, are given to a person for the sake of making others holy. Right of helping to cooperate in their sanctification, it's called actual, or it's called uh, graces freely given. Yeah, actual grace is like a specific thing, like a, it's an it, action. An action we're sanctifying. These are both habits of graces. Yeah, yeah. So, like, okay. uh, like if you think about um, Saint Paul, he talks about um, like uh, you know some have prophecies, some have right. apostleship, all these things. But and then he says, "But I will show you a yet more excellent way." Which is love, like the the love of Christ being poured out in into us and sanctifying us. That's the primary, and then these other. It's it, so, so the anyways. gifts that we the gifts that we have flow from the initial gift of grace and life that God has given us. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, for sure. Like, um, like uh, Chesterton was a, a mm-hmm. great uh, is a great example of this kind of seeing everything as gift, right? Like when we walk outside. Or not even walk as you don't have to walk as just seeing things as gift, right? Mm-hmm. And but I think what we want to focus in your 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 question or this kind of idea, like, do we recognize the gift in ourselves, like the this deep, right? Well, yeah. And how do we begin to recognize? Right. Because you've, I mean, you've yeah. been on a journey for a while. Yeah, here yeah. yeah. How did and, that happen? For yeah. You? How did how did you figure those out? Well, that's a great question. I think I just became, you know, it actually circles back to what you said. Well, I became fully aware that I am uh, beloved. Mm. So like once you oh. say, okay, I think that's what it was. Like once I realized uh, in my failures and my strengths and my gifts and the things that I don't love about myself, all of that, it belongs to God and I am beloved by him. Once once you like have your own, like you're good with your own self, right? You don't need a bunch of people telling you that you're great. You just understand that like I am that back going back to I am. Once I it took me a long time, but once I got to that point, I was like, "Oh, so then what it what happens is it's like how could you withhold all of this that you didn't merit? How could you withhold that from the world?" Hmm. Because God gave it just specifically to you to go and do and use and bring people to him. And so like, girl, you, you ain't got time to just sit around and right. yeah. hang out. You got to 
put that into the world. And so I, uh, now I'm like, okay, now I want everybody to do their thing, Mm -hmm. you know, like do your thing. Like when the, we had a kickoff where the high school or some high schoolers came and played, uh, some bands and I, I was just like, my gosh, like, wow, you're like 16 years old and you're phenomenal. Like, oh my God, this is such a gift to our community. This is, and so they're, they all, all the teenagers, they all have the thing, you know what I mean? And to just like draw that out in people. I don't but, exactly know how, but you know, it's one of the, I think the things that I've seen in you. I don't know if you're aware of this as a gift that you have is to be able to draw people's gifts out. Like you are really good at saying, "Hey, this person is good at this. Mm-hmm. This person is good at this. Would you please do this? Would you?" Yeah, and I mean that's I see it. I see. Yeah. It. I saw it last year. Well, thank you. That's essential too, because as you're talking, I'm like, okay, how do we do this? How do we? help people identify their gifts here at the parish. How do we, you know, build up our own gifts and how do we use them for the good of this parish Mm -hmm. and the church and the world and our local communities. But I think it starts with like, with identifying people like you, Elisa, but there are people whose gift is to call other people's gifts out. You know, people who have this characteristic of strengths finder would call it developing other people to say, you're really good at uh, leading small group discussion. Why don't you do this? Like you're awesome at this. Right. And I think we're not told, like you said, the story that we tell ourselves all the time when we see someone excelling. Right. The, the, the story that we tell ourselves immediately is, man, I can't do that. Right. It's not even appreciative of them. It's like, man, I suck. Right. Yeah. And so. And we don't even understand. We're it's not envy. supposed to. Yeah. And we're not supposed. It's what? It's envy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And we're not supposed to be. That's what. That was what flipped me on. Flipped everything on its head is when I realized. I'm not supposed to be Will. I'm not supposed to be Will. Yeah, and yeah. it's okay. Like, give yourself a pass. Yeah. You know, uh, for not being that person. And a lot of times it happens, um, when a person gets all, like, is kind of the center of attention. You feel like if you're not that center, then, then you don't bring anything to the table. Yep. And, um, that's just, wow. gosh, that's just not true. You're like describing my past, like three years of finding my place in church ministry because starting here, starting in church ministry, I've always been like, well, oh, I'm going to be like a Michael Gormley. I, I want to be like, you know, this big Catholic speaker. And people are always like, Tom, you're going to be so great. You're going to do this. And I was talking to somebody about it at another parish that I was working at. And she was like, the world already has a Michael Gormley. The oh, world already has brilliant. an Elisa Molina. Yeah. It needs a Tom Carani. And I was like, Karani. oh. I don't have to be like this person, right? I can be myself. So I think it's really interesting because we need to stop telling ourselves this story of like, oh, I'm not like him. Because we admire that person and that's okay. For sure. That's the the correct disposition. Exactly. Exactly. But then we need to view that as like, they're filling me up in a way that I need to be filled up. Yeah. And so I, you know, and I need to share myself with the world. And so it's, I think where we need to focus our energy is, is not stopping telling the story to ourselves, but also like, how do we build up our specific gifts and how do we identify them? Yeah. And I think those diagnostic tools are super helpful, yeah. but also like we need one another. Yep. I like, I need you to be like, Hey Tom, you're pretty decent at editing a podcast. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. if that's what I have to contribute, yeah, that's yeah. great. Right. No. And it's, I could sit, you know, the, the team that the 20 or so people that I work with in youth ministry, I could, I could write a, you know, easily tell you each one of them, what they what they bring to the table, what what youth ministry would be lacking if they were not yep. a part of the team. So, 
Um, I think it's, it's really good to kind of, uh, identify for friends or people that we see, like to say out loud to them, you know, you're great at this or thank you for bringing this to, to, to the table. I think it's super. And we don't do that enough as like a, like people, like we affirm, like maybe with a thank you, like a certain like action, but to actually say like, you know, like you have this characteristic, you have right. this gift. That's like a a really good thing to do for a person. It's affirming their being. It's affirming like who they are. Mm-hmm. It's affirm all of that stuff. Um, and uh, you know, I see it in kids a lot. Like kids need it. Yeah, they oh, need because they're they're unsure of what they're doing. But like they need to be told, hey, you're you're good at this, right? And it's okay that you're not good at everything, right? Like, st- and it's okay to be good at something. Yeah, it's there's it's this okay. like false humility. It's okay to own, yes. like, hey, I'm good at this, right? Right. There's this there's this tendency, I think, in all of us to be like, no, no, I'm not good at that. I'm not good. So and so is much better. It's like this weird false humility. Right. Yeah. It's okay to be good at something. Yeah, like was, the world needs you to be good at something. I was listening yesterday to a podcast uh, with uh, Sister Marion James. It's, you weren't listening to our. Podcast? I always listen to ours first, but there's there's several that I really <laughs> there's several other ones that I really like. Um, anyway, it's okay, Will doesn't listen at all. That's not true. It's I do. Fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sister Marion James. It, so this made me think uh, of uh, this conversation because they were talking about dreams and not like, oh, I had a dream last night that I was, you know went to California or whatever, but actually like your big ideas, your big aspirations, your big hopes. And one of the things that they said was like, uh, we have the, uh, we are allowed to have big God sized dreams, big Holy spirit driven Mm -hmm. dreams that we get to use our gifts towards. Like we get to put God out in the world. Um, and, and we, we, you're allowed to think Big. Dreams don't have don't necessarily have to be your job. You mm. can have your job, like your nine to five, whatever it is, and you can dream big with God. Mm. You can ask Him, "What is it that you're asking me to do mm. in the world?" And you can use your gifts and your talents. This is not something crazy. It's not something selfish. It's not something wild, uh, because what they said, which was excellent, they said. Um, God does all the heavy lifting, mm-hmm. like because He's He's made you and He's giving given you this. And if He's um, if He's pushing your heart towards something, especially if it's something to do good in 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 His world, like He's gonna supply the grace and everything needed. Totally. To, you're just you're just working in the vineyard. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. So that's exciting to like look at your gifts and not only look at your gifts. I'm I'm at a spot right now where like my kids are almost all in school next year so i get to be like what is what are my dreams like what are my where 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 do my gifts and talents go yeah it's it's a really fun place to be and also there are the seasons where you're like oh just trudging through it yeah totally 100 (laughs) percent. those seasons exist yeah absolutely and they may purify it's just kind of like uh will was saying those weaknesses um yeah, I mean, I, I, that was a flip for me in seminary. It's like, because it, when he first said it, I was like, wait, you need to know your gifts, both your strengths and your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Oh, I know I need to know my weaknesses, but why are they gifts? Wow. And I was like. I love it. They're, and then eventually it was like, okay. I like that image that, well, when you were talking about like 
weaknesses are the place where God enters into our life yeah. and strengths are the place where we put God into the world. It gave me this image of like this, this circle, right? There's yeah. an inflow and an outflow of, of the spirit of God. And, um, I mean, that's really interesting. That's just how it's, I mean, it makes sense to me, right? Like we need to, it's almost like we need to acknowledge our weaknesses first right? before we put our strengths into action. Not yeah. explicitly, not like... Not every time. Right, but. right. Um, but to be able to give God, we have to have, we yeah. have to possess his love in our yeah, hearts. Yeah, we have to recognize that we're dependent for, you know, like that, yeah. that what I have is not my own, but it's given. Yeah. And there's a, there's a, um, like it's, it's in our weaknesses, we're receiving the Lord's grace and we're, we're growing in virtue, right? Because it's not... If it's easy to do something, right? Like, for whatever reason, my family uh, hospitality mm-hmm. it comes just supernatural to me. Yeah, like it. It's weird if if people aren't hospitable, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for someone who who didn't have that gift growing up, right? Like that that might like practicing that virtue of hospitality by doing a really small thing mm-hmm. might be like that might be the place of sanctification right, for them. Right. right. And so we're growing in those virtues when we're, uh, when we recognize those. Kind of and ways. I really love that when we, this kind of looking at it kind of from this perspective helps us to remember that this is really not about, it's not about us. Like this is, I'm not doing this so, for my glory. So, so that whatever I do, my whole, the whole reason why I'm doing it, my motivation is 100% or as close. I mean, I mean, it's probably a little bit, but you mo- your mo- mo- motivation is to put God out in the out yeah, in the world. Like right, you're using your right. gifts not to for your own glory. You're doing, you know, you're becoming this virtuous person just for God. That that's yeah. that's why we're doing it. And I think we forget sometimes that like if you are a baptized Catholic, practicing Catholic, like our job is to spread the gospel. Yeah, like it's. I mean, and we can say it super easy. But that's not easy. It's not easy to spread the gospel. And it's super easy to get in our comfort circles of other Catholics who really actually don't probably need the gospel spread to them as much as maybe somebody else in our lives. Uh, So so I think uh, to to rely on our gifts to really, really do what we're uh, charged to do. He's like, not mincing words. Like, go. Go. Right. Get out. Yeah. I I think it would be really interesting for each of us and everyone listening to this podcast to consider the ways that we're already giving and serving mm-hmm. and using our talents and to really like take those to the mat and say like, am I supposed to be an usher? Like, am I supposed to be a catechist or am I just doing this because it's an opportunity? Like, am I really serving in accordance with my gifts? Because like sometimes as church workers, we're always like, Hey, do this without first considering who we're talking to or like what their gifts are, right? you know? And then we set someone up for frustration and failure because they're not where they're supposed to be. Yeah. And I think that that's a a really important thing to consider at the same time, right? Like I I just think of my own future, (laughs) like I'm going to get sent to a parish and God, God be praised. I I know that the Lord is going to give me what I need to to give to those people, but like I'm not good at everything, right? And I, I'm not supposed to be. I'm supposed to be Will Rooney, and there's right. certain gifts that I have, and certain. And so, like, there's certain things that we just have to say, okay, Lord, I'm not really good at this, but this is a requirement, or this <laughs> is important. Or I'm feeling a need, and yeah. I'm feeling a need, and I got to do it, and so I'm just going to do it, yeah. and I'm going to say. Yeah, 
And you know, yeah. And I, I think that it helps to, to try and distinguish like, okay, what do, what needs to happen? Right. And what is like me. And also stepping outside of your comfort zone yes. is yeah. a good thing yes, also. Yes, 100%. Right? Because yeah. sometimes God calls us to do that. Yeah. And we Sem- start and to build a gift that we didn't know we had. Exactly. He wants to pull you in a direction and, and grow a gift that you don't have now. So there, mm. it's not, there's never like a, like, oh, that's it. You've reached your gift. No, never. Maximum. <laughs> never. <laughs> no ah, more. Gift maximum. Your gift allotment. <laughs> yes. Well, that's cool. All right. Well, I think that's a good starter on a discussion on gifts. I think we can keep coming back to this topic because yeah. it's, it's so rich and like we need to think about how we can do this here at the parish. Yeah. If you want some really good reading, Chesterton, uh, I, I, some, one of my friends in seminary is a Chesterton person and he has a lot of good poems about thinking about the everything as gift. Like one of them, right. if I remember it right, it's like, uh, uh, life, what a wonderful thing. Uh, I have two arms, two eyes, uh, two hands, and now I'm going to sleep and I get to do it all over again. And I, like just like this, like really simple, like kind of profound. Oh, I have two eyes. I can see. <laughs> yeah. Right. I Something mean, holy, right. like that, that's amazing. Oh, so much we take for granted. Anyway, yeah, all the but, time. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us on the Being Church podcast. It's been a pleasure to be with you. Uh, Please like and subscribe uh, if you like the show and share it with others. Thanks and go be church. Don't forget to like and subscribe because we like and subscribe to you. That's creepy. (laughs) Please, for everything that is good and right, edit that out.